The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a TCT uh, Talking Cowboys Tuesday presented by Tostitos here from the Star in Frisco and the SWBC <laughs> Studios. Welcome in. Hey, hey, Everybody's hey, ready hey, and hey, fired yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. There is a lot to get to over the next 60 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot to get to. When I was driving up to the facility, did you see the ginormous WWE belt right yeah. there on the front lawn? You're darn right. Freaking freak. It is huge. It's huge. This is a busy week at the start. Dude, how did I miss that? I don't know, but we have to go take a picture. It's amazing. It is a belt the width of the field. Oh, yeah. There it is. I put it up. It's phenomenal. I have it on the screen if you guys want to look at it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Look at that thing. Look at that thing. Underneath the foot center like that? I think that's Micah Parsons. Do you know how excited I got? I got so excited. He wishes it was his belt. That used to be my belt before Fat Rupsy. Hey. Good for you. That's awesome. What is that, like a 38-foot? <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. Our competition is officially over. Our, we, at my facility, we have a you versus you competition. I won anyway. You won it? You I darn right. Anyway. About, uh, I, mean, this, I, I like won it anyway. I like it's it. Not I not we got some people in the facility, man, lose like 5 6 7% body fat. don't want no smoke, bro. Okay. Don't want the smoke. Don't want the smoke. We'll talk a little bit more about WrestleMania coming up here in a little bit. But of course, presented by Tostitos, America's chip for America's team. We have got way too much to talk about. Free agency is around the corner. By the time we record next week, the legal tampering period will have already been open. Mm. We'll be getting into everything going on there. Today is the tag deadline, so there's been some transitions, some Mm. franchise tag talk thrown around the league. Specifically when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, there's a certain tight end that looks like he's on his way to the franchise tag. It is done. It's done. Dalton Schultz, franchise tagged by the Dallas Cowboys. Rob, what are the details on that one? Ten point eight million for one year. Boom. Unless, unless, and 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 what they would rather do, That's I a would mic think, toss. is go go ahead. What Look at thoughts? the white shoes. What are your thoughts? Look at the white shoes. Was, go that, go that, ahead. Go that, ahead. Keep giving no, the number. No, that was no, no, that no, was want, an Essilor bump right I, there. On I the want mic. Rob to go first. That's what I said. I, and then we'll, yeah, we'll get to the you. Numbers. I promise. What, what you said? Unless. <laughs> Well, unless they get a long-term deal done with him before July 15th. Yes. So, and honestly, that would probably be ideal if they want to keep him around long-term. They definitely want him for this year. Could lower his tag number. I mean, think of what they did with Dak last year. Dak's base salary after the deal he got, record $160 million, was like $2.5 million because you can just manipulate the cap and do all that. So you're talking about they want to create all this space. That would be ideal to do that. But I don't know if they would get something like that done before next week. Uh, but look, hey, it prevents them from like starting over at tight end right now because they've got a lot of problems or, or question marks at that position. There's a ton of question marks. We're going to talk about it. But Isaiah, what is your reaction? Why, why the mic toss when tagging Dalton Schultz? 
first of all, congrats to to Schultz. He earned it. He he, he worked his butt off. He put he himself. Get paid either way. He was going to get paid either way. He put himself in position to make some money. And I and I'm I'm an advocate for any player getting their money, right? Because I understand how brutal and how um, how um, what's the word I can say um, cutthroat. Yeah, very cutthroat. Very much so. This league can be. Uh, so congrats to you. On the other end of this, I personally don't believe he's dominant enough of a tight end to warrant this. I believe that this franchise tag is coming out of a necessity instead of um, more so of somebody that they really, really want because of their impact on the team and on the game. I truly believe that they are just like, ah, we don't want to start over with the tight end, to your point. we uh, Jarwin has some injuries still, again, uh, and you know we need to solidify somebody that knows our system, that we that, that Dak can rely on and that's dependable and can do all the things that we ask, not necessarily franchise in the sense that you would typically see it, trying to secure a dominant player that you know is going to leave you. You got more? There's always more in the tank. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like there's more coming. There's, there's more coming. You, you I'm cut yourself off yeah, I'm prematurely stall. right there. I'm working on that. All right, good deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to keep going. No, keep going. you know what? The thing is, in the situation with Dalton Schultz, is he's playing musical chairs by himself right now uh, in the tight end room. That's exactly. Saying. There's no one else left. <laughs> there's no one. I mean, and look, man, you know, prayers up. Uh, for uh, my guy Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin, who they don't know what the extent of this hip injury is or what it could be, but it does sound significant. It doesn't sound like he's going to be back at the start of the season. So what do you do when you need a tight end now? A lot of people want to go into free agency or even into the draft, and there are going to be a few tight ends to, to pick from, but will they be there? You don't know that. So – I think the safe bet, even for the money, Mm -hmm. is to go Dalton Schultz. And let's go a step further because I think we love to talk statistics when it works against the player, but what about when it works with the player? Top three in his position. So don't talk down on the man because you can see there are those blaring weaknesses. Oh, Dalton Schultz can't block, but he can catch and run. That's what he can do. He can catch and run, and he's shown himself in the in 2020 and even 2021. He backdoored it with another solid performance. Mm-hmm. Come on. He got his money. He did it the way that all professional athletes, Absolutely. how you point to it, you know the business, and you know this guy did what he had to do to obviously get franchise tag, get $10 million, but I'm sure the Dallas Cowboys are wanting to work towards a long-term deal. Yeah. Does it make you feel any better, the fact that Blake Jarwin is such a big question mark? Because going into this offseason, I mean, we had this conversation. There was a chance that they they gave the reins back over to what they thought was tight end one when they signed him, mm-hmm. and that's Blake Jarwin. There was a chance they were going to give him the reins, say, hey, get back healthy. We want you to move forward. Thank you for everything you've done, Dalton. Go get your money. Go get it elsewhere. Go figure it out. Then, as soon as really the hip injury yeah. started coming out, things started surfacing with Dalton, or excuse me, with uh, Blake Jarwin. Dalton Schultz became a much more impactful priority yeah. going into free agency. So they got him out of the way, got him done, and like Rob said, there's a chance that they sign a long term deal. They can take that tag off, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's not playing on that that Correct. money, and it's a it's a lesser cap hit. Correct. There's, there's ways to finagle that. For sure. But at the same time, I, I get your frustration because you, you want to see other guys brought back. You want to see other guys signed. Amari Cooper, Tank Lawrence. We'll get to that in a moment as well. But 
Dalton Schultz is the name that you're stuck with, and it may have been a bigger necessity than you had originally thought. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. I think this is a necessity tag instead of a tag of a, somebody who was just like, oh, we just can't let that person go. I don't know. I, I think they. I think they want to get a long-term deal done with him. Like I think, I think they look at it like, and you can debate the distribution of passes in mm-hmm. this offense, mm-hmm. and we're going to get into Amari Cooper and his status. But I, I do think they look at it like he has emerged as a major trust option for Dak Prescott. No, now, yeah. now is he an, is he an all-around tight end at this mm-hmm. point? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's still. I, I, I think he's gotten better, but I think his biggest skill set is. Pass receiving, right? Sure. So you got to team him, I think, with another guy, and we'll see who it's going to be. Jeremy Sprinkle's a free agent. They need a, another blocking tight end, I think, in this group. But I guess when I think about a franchise, and I, and I agree, I totally agree with you. And again, I'm, I'm going to keep coming back. I'm going to keep coming back to the necessity <laughs> word, right? I think this is a necessity tag, and it's to buy them time, right? Which is fully at their disposal. Understand it. Okay. When I think of franchise tag, I'm not thinking about your fourth, fifth, sixth best, you know, most dangerous option on that side of the ball. That's that's not what I'm thinking. That's not what you think about when you think about somebody who's franchise tag. You think about somebody who is absolutely dominant. That when you face the opponent, they circle that person like, "Hey, <laughs> you better not let franchise. this get." Yeah, you better not let yeah, that person yeah. get off, right? Yeah. Because they're getting paid the what? Average of the top five at their position is that what it is? Yep. Yeah, okay. and t- ten point. It's the second lowest tag figure, so they're not Understood. putting a yeah, ton yeah. on him. Yeah. But what do you? I mean, what do you think? You think he's where is he as an all around tight end in y'all's guys opinion? <sighs> he's not up there for me. See, I disagree. Okay, I, I think it's better than it was I, when he came in the league. Look at look at his progress. I think Travis Kelsey, okay, George Kittle, Go, cool, Hunter Henry, Rob Gunkowski. Right, he's better. He's better than Hunter Henry right now. Dallas Goddard, better than Goddard. Gusecki, right Waller, uh, Kyle better Fitz. than Gusecki. Better uh, Waller got hurt. Better than Gusecki. Zach Ernst, easy money. Look at the look at the stats. I'm not even looking at them. No, no, no. I'm no, telling no, no, you, no, no, look I'm at the stats. See what you do. That's what you do. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Don't Down the stretch, list the most consistent players on the Dallas Cowboys. List the most consistent Kyle, guys. I hear you, Kyle. I, I get but you. He and I'm, and, and I'm not he's one hundred percent. I'm not listening. going to disagree with you because Dalton Schultz it, because was the most consistent. We can take that down same. We can take that same argument and flip it on his head and say, "What about Amari Cooper? He wasn't just consistent? because they chose not to throw him the ball." So I'm, I'm, I'm saying, but but if cool I, if you that. have a Gasecki and you have a, a, a Dalton Schultz, Give I'm me. taking Gasecki. Wow, he's he's more of a threat at that position in my eyes. I don't, he's somebody I, that I get the ball to, and I say he's going to make a hell of a play. Not somebody that I can say, "Hey, run to this spot." There's a lot of guys I could do that with, and I don't. I'm not downplaying what Dalton Schultz's effect on this team is. The value is what he is to this team, which and this is organization, high. which is high for this team. Absolutely, it helps that. But that doesn't mean that doesn't offense. make him a dominant player. I'm not saying he's a dominant player. I'm saying and, but he's that's better what, than Gasecki because okay. he's not a dominant player either. I feel like Gasecki's a threat. I would circle Gasecki as you better have your eye on what that. What you're dude. saying is, by definition, when you get the franchise tag, you, are a beast. you better be that dog. You're a dog. Okay? And no one is circling Dalton Schultz's Mm-mm. name when they are getting ready to play the Dallas Mm-mm. Cowboys. Absolutely. I think they should. I do. When you face this offense, if you're a defensive coordinator and you're coming up against Dallas Cup, I don't know, I just want you to be the coordinator. I want you to be Dan Quinn inch. That's fine. Dan Quinn ish. Sure. Okay. All right, you're Dan Quinn ish okay. today. I need you to be Dan Quinn ish <laughs> and step up. And you're watching. It's hard your, to do. <laughs> and you're coming up against the Dallas Cowboys. I need you to circle the top three threats on their offense. Okay. On Dallas Cowboys' what are offense. I'm talking about in 2022. Go. I'm talking about when you face the Dallas Cowboys, so based upon this current roster, right? Current that we roster. Just have, who are you circling as? Don't let them get off. It would be CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper on this current roster. Dalton Schultz would be an easy third right there. 
right now. Here's the it, other. Zeke's here, not in that conversation for me at the moment over those three guys, and the numbers tell you that Zeke? all the way through. That's different. Is he healthy? I don't. He I wasn't beginning of the year. He, he definitely wasn't. At, at, at the last 12 weeks of the season. Are we talking about the beginning of the year? Are we talking about when the roster starts? When the season starts? In 2022, then? Yeah. Well, then Amari Cooper probably isn't going to be on the roster, and then it's CeeDee Lamb and Dalton Schultz. So old Dalty was uh, one catch behind CeeDee Lamb for the team lead, 78, 808 yardage, tied Amari with eight touchdown catches for the team lead. That's a threat. And, and, uh, That's a me, choice. Eight touchdowns? Well, it's a choice. It's a choice that they made eight times successfully. I'm not disagreeing th- with that, but I'm saying... There I are think more you're dominant. I'm not. I am not. I'm saying that everybody on this team is a, is a is a professional athlete. Sure. Right. And based upon the system, you can make a professional athlete more of a threat than you could in other systems. Basically, based upon this system, right? Cordell Patterson, perfect example. Great. How much of a threat was he in the first half of his career? Not, not much. Not a he lot. was very. He was negated to. He, he was. He was subject to just being a return man. Right. Yeah. But you put him in the right system. Now all of a sudden he's freaking dominant. You better have him on your roster in that system. In that system, right? Didn't mean that he wasn't capable of doing those things before. It just means that they he, they put him in the proper situations, in the proper system, and utilize his gifts and talents. I think you could do that with any professional athlete, depending on the system that they're in. Now, going back to Dan Quinnish, when you come up against the Dallas Cowboys of 2021, healthy Dallas Cowboys, week one against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you are circling Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. you're circling Dak Prescott, you're circling Ezekiel Elliott, Seabur- you're circling Gallup, you're circling you know everybody. Dalton is not the top three here's, dude that you're circling. Here's where the disconnect is. Here's where the disconnect. You're naming premium positions. You're naming quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, even though, yes, there are the Mark Andrews, the Travis Kelseys, the, the Kyle Pitts, George Kittles of the world. There are those guys that are that top echelon. Dalton Schultz is right there on the back end of that. I'm not saying he's better than those guys. But he's a top five, top six, seven hey. player in the NFL at his position. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. He 100% perception, is. The perception is not the reality is what you both have, are, are arguing yeah, yeah, right yeah. here. We, have, we both have valuable points. You do. I mean, you <laughs> Until really he just said the top six, top seven tight no, end in no. the league. He is. He Name is. guys. He is. Well, his the statistics. Numbers. Here, here's you the thing. Here's take the thing. The numbers with what they are. It's not even just statistics. The stats. Stop this. The stats say he's the top five guy. I'm not talking about just stats. I'm talking about consistency, red zone threat, and put. And you know as well as I do, I was on his blocking ability and his motor all the way through the season. I was as critical mm-hmm. as anybody with Dalton Schultz, and you can you remember that because we had conversations just Absolutely. like this negatively about Dalton Schultz. That doesn't devalue what he means to this team and how good he ranks compared to other and, guys and in the NFL. Here's, here's the other side of it too, and we won't know the answer now because he's he, they've got his rights. But if they might have been concerned. They probably were concerned about him hitting the open market because oh, he would have been gone. Yeah. He well, okay. Done. Then, then if he if they were concerned about him getting more than eleven million a year, I don't think so. Well, you're not you're not going to get that know. was in their mind. We'll never, never know. know. But never I guarantee know. you that was a concern. But about. I can't stand behind this top six or seven guys. Just, just he, the that's fine. That's the a disagreement. I hear the stats. Is fellas. he the top tight end though? You, that's on the open market. Absolutely. If all, point, the, if all the tight ends were free agents right now, you're saying Dalton Schwartz is a top six guy that you're grabbing? Yes. Based off his numbers. Stop this, Heckman. <laughs> Stop this, Heckman. Tampa Bay Buccaneers has two guys that you can go grab right now that I would choose before. So your point is he's not a guy that you have. He's not a guy that you have to game plan for. That's basically. Yeah, you would take OJ Howard. But he's not getting paid twenty million a year. That's that's Amari Cooper money. There you go. Dalton Schultz is getting roughly half of that for one season. You take Schultz over Howard? Yes. Easy money. What has OJ Howard done? 
What has he done? It's not about what he's done. It's about what they're capable of. It's Kyle? 100% about what no, he's done. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I, I, look at it, I look at it like it's kind of like the going rate for a guy that's producing Pro Bowl-ish hey, hey, numbers. Hey, get your I mean, money. Pro Bowl get your numbers. money. He is being utilized by the Dallas Cowboys the proper way. Absolutely. They are maximizing what they can get out of Dalton Schultz. Is he a premier tight end in this league? I can't stand on the on the mountain and say that. I can't. Is he valuable to the Dallas Cowboys? Absolutely. Is he, is he a second tier tight end? Second tier? Second tier. Second so string not, tight not end. Elite. I'm not throwing him with the the Kittles, the Kelseys, the Andrews. Those guys. I'm the Gronkowski's and the. I don't think Gronk's there anymore. I don't. He was four years ago, maybe two Kyle, years ago. I, I can't do this. He wasn't. Anymore. He's not there anymore. I can't You're do done this. with the show today. I, I can't do this. Oh anymore. no, no, that's okay. No, come on. It's okay. It's okay. He's making his point. Go no, ahead. but that's the thing. Okay, even if you wanted to Hello. throw Gronkowski in there, there's four of them there. Four tight ends there. Is he that second tier? Is he that step down from those guys? Yes. Yes. He's right. He's right there. Yes. He's right there. Mm-mm. $10 million. Mm-mm. $10 million I, franchise I just... tag. And the, the highest paid, basically, what is it? You take the figure from the highest paid and... Top five and average top, together. Yeah, yep. there it yeah. is. And so... Look, it's, it behooves the organization to get a long-term. And it's term it's deal. kind of it's kind of, it's kind of like quarterback contracts that continue to go up. I mean, I'm looking at Travis Kelsey's contract right now. He signed a four-year, fifty-seven million dollar deal. That's an average of fourteen. See, and that's not the type of money we're talking about here. Well, it's getting close, but but it's but the but the contracts are gonna just gonna keep going up for this position. Sure. So I I don't know. I don't really have that much of a problem with it because also, what what other option do you have right now? Like. You You're gonna take one. a tight end in the first round? No, I've got I'm, enough I'm not, other problems. And I'm not nope. saying that I have a problem with it. I'm just sure. Yeah, I don't have a problem you with absolutely it. Absolutely, I don't have, have a problem, problem with, with it. it. I'm just saying that he's not a franchise tag ish player. And but they're doing it out of necessity. That's they're fine. doing it out of necessity. Yeah, there's, musical there's chairs. He's the last guy. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> they're doing it out of necessity. They got Sean McCune. <laughs> so he's Sean the last guy. <laughs> they got Ian Bunting on the practice squad. Yeah, Sprinkle could be back. Oh, you you got to do it, or else you're you're trapped in free agency hell and also the draft. And if none yeah, of that you're not going to be able out. to sign anybody. You wouldn't want to draft one of these guys. And the, I don't have a first round grade on a tight end at all. And I honestly don't have a second round grade on the I, tight end. I, I hear the back half. I thing. hear what you're saying, Isaiah. I, I do. I do. I don't know if I'm listening. It's the hear listen it's thing okay, with Jimmy. Okay. But but I will say like, <laughs> as you as you go through the rosters, as you go through the rosters of, of, the, of the league, and you look at the teams, most teams you can start, even though his stats are up there. I get it. All right, he was very successful in this system. Even though he was successful, he's still not a guy that I'm worried about. He's he's, he's not a guy I'm worried about. So as you go down the rosters of all these teams, most of these teams have a guy that oh yeah you better you better keep your eye on. See, him. Would you what, have would you have less of a problem with it if you felt like Amari was going to be back? Like if no. you're because are you looking at it partly like well mm-hmm. Amari's leaving yeah, they're they're keeping they're stupid. keeping Dalton you know Schultz but Amari's that. that exactly you know I think I, I think if that. you combine those two things it's like uh, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it's but but I give him credit because he is he has made himself Absolutely. into a very good player. I mean, a fourth round pick who, frankly, his rookie training camp. I'm out there in Oxnard, and you could see he wasn't strong enough. Nope. Point of attack guy, and he's gotten better in that regard. But he's mainly he has emerged as a very trusted option yep. for Dak, and that's important. Yeah, very much so. Makes makes things easier for Dak. He was extremely consistent all the way throughout. And honestly, anything we talk about throughout this entire offseason is most likely going to be frustrating. I mean, that's gonna that's the fact yeah. of the matter of what this offseason is going to be. It's not all sunshine and rainbows and Frisco right no now. Way. Not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz coming back. I saw back. a unicorn. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Pegasus? Uh, they already traded Chris Stops out of the, okay. the Mavericks. Oh, the unicorn's thank, gone too. Thank goodness. So 
there's still plenty of things yeah. to, to keep on the table. Another thing that happened, talking about options, though, Dak Prescott, Zach Martin restructuring their contract, that frees up a significant amount of cap, doesn't it? Yeah, about 15 for Dak, 7-ish for Zach. So $22 million freed up? Roughly. Mm-hmm. So well, We are paying a grip for our right guard. You should be. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, if you just look around the league at what right guards are making, our right guard is, man, he is backing up the U-Haul. Yeah, he should. Well, yeah, it, the Brinks truck. We've I mean. shown that. Uh, he's shown that consistently throughout, though. They obviously have a lot of faith in him. To I think they've restructured his contract three straight years now. Ooh. He's thirty-one. I mean, he's he's getting into on towards his mid thirties, and he's had some injuries. But I mean, he's about as steady as any player in the National Football League. Yep, so, absolutely. And, and Todd Archer reported part of this is that uh, they've added a couple of voidable deals on the, you know, they just cap massaging. So cap massaging, kicking the yeah. can down the road is kind yes. of what's happening they there. Some, they got some steel toes on. When we come back on talking Cowboys, why is kicking the can down the road not an option for guys like Amari Cooper, Demarcus Lawrence? And what's going on with rumors surrounding those two guys and what could be happening over the next couple weeks. And we are also going to talk about some of the free agents around the league when we come back on Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, America's chip for America's team. Your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium, <laughs> WrestleMania, on Saturday, April 2nd and Woo! Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. 
Get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, awesome. the I, official ticketing provider play. of AT&T Stadium. Can I just say, if you were on the fence, why would you be on the fence about ordering WrestleMania or going to see WrestleMania? But, but what night do you go to? That's the, that's the hard part. Hey, what? man. Hey, they, hold on. I got a family of five now. They, Wait a minute. They, they teased the Texas Rattlesnake last night. Don't they do this. It. Kevin Owens called out Stone Cold last night, so we'll see. What? Uh, for, not for a match, it didn't sound like, but for dude, but how, a, a but special how, guest on the KO show. Mad, how oh, mad oh, would oh, you be oh, if oh. you went to Saturday night and then like, the, all the people that you wanted to see went to Sunday. on Sunday, and I would be livid. Yeah, you got to buy both. I looked up tickets. Ooh, anybody got the plug? I got a family of five, so I'll call. I'll call Take. I'll call down. Oh, make it happen. Oh, oh, oh Take. Oh, take. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I love that? this. Did you hear that? I want it to happen so bad. Take. Mm. Take. It's my guy. <laughs> Nicknames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome back to Talking it's like Cowboys. It's like I've interviewed Grant Hill twice on Thanksgiving, and now we're best friends, too. That's just best my buddies. mind. That's in my mind. You get free Sprite for life. Uh, <laughs> uh, rumors starting to swirl a little bit more. Wow. We've talked about it on this show, but it's continuing to get stronger and stronger, especially over the week in Indianapolis, that moves will be happening <laughs> in some of those premium positions like wide receiver, edge rusher, no tag for Randy Gregory. Demarcus Lawrence reports out there that he was asked to take a pay cut and ultimately declined. So there's question marks around his future with the team. Amari Cooper also rumored to be let go at some point. These are all rumors, by the way. Nothing official at the moment. And then Michael Gallup rumored to be getting a deal done over the next couple of days. So, Rob, where does that leave you in terms of this Cowboys offseason? Doesn't seem like in it's in... <laughs> I mean, outside of the Schultz deal and maybe getting Michael Gallup back, it's kind of a it's kind of a bad off season right now. We tried to warn everybody. We we tried. We did, no, we did. did what we could. Last few weeks that like they had a lot of they have a lot of tough decisions to make because of the cap. And mm-hmm. by the way, you and Dave did a great job up there. I'm sorry I Thank couldn't you. join you. Yeah, we um, missed you up there. But yeah, I mean, look for Tank. Stephen Jones was asked the question up there. He was asked about Tank and Amari, and he didn't want to speak specifically to those guys. Like it, he said, it was too early to say committed to the non-comment. Yes, he said it's too early to say about Amari's status for the season. Obviously, that's you know, it's on the table that he's not going to be back. Um, I would, I think you would say that about Tank as well. He said, look, with big contracts, you have to look at is the value there. We've discussed that, right? I think with Tank. He's making, I think, $19 million set for this season. You have to look at that value. And it doesn't mean he's not a very, very good player and doesn't add something. But you've got to make the numbers work. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to for Amari as well. And if there was a precursor to Amari, if he's not back, there was foreshadowing for that last year because they we've talked about restructures at the end of the last segment. They did not touch his contract. They decided, look, we'll – we're going to keep it the way it is. We they they restructured other guys. I think three offensive linemen. Maybe that was a couple years ago. Not not Amari's. And so it makes for a cleaner cut if that's what they want to do this offseason. Is that why they're not kicking the the can down the road with Amari? Because I mean that's a question that I've been asked: is they, if they can do it with Zach Martin, if they can do it with Dak Prescott, why? Why is Amari not on that top of the list of trying to move it down the road? Is it just a lesser of the evils at the moment in terms of just trying to pick know. and choose. I don't. I don't think it's as simple as well. He's not. Worth, I mean, nobody can say he, they're better without him yeah. next season. Agreed. But again, tough contract decisions. 
you have to in, in the salary cap era, you got to look at it like, can we pay all three guys eventually? CeeDee Lamb's eventually going to get his money. So do you have to look at really? it long term? I think so. I think you have to look at it long term and say, we can't pay what we think are two one receivers at one at some point. We're going to have to decide. Would that maybe that's what they're trying to do right now? That would overlap the last year of Amari's deal, right? When CD would probably start having those conversations. Probably. It, yeah. Now he's under contract until after Amari's three, contract three, is done. Three more years if you give him the fifth year. Yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming with that fifth year option, somewhere around there is when you're going to start talking about CD Lamb's contract. So there's a chance there for overlap. So that makes sense on way, why maybe they don't want to kick that salary cap hip all the way down there. But I mean, it's frustrating because either way, like Rob said, you're not getting better without those two guys. I mean, plain and simple, you're probably not a better football team. I think we said it last week when we had the show. I, I try to give everybody a heads up that they're going to point the finger at Mari Cooper and say that you know you're not you're not providing enough um, you know stats and you're not providing enough on the field to justify your twenty million dollars per year, even if we are the reason why you're not getting the ball. Uh, so you're going to say bye bye to Amari Cooper most likely. And then we also talked about D Law how they were going to ask him. <laughs> I try to tell everybody they're going to ask him to take a pay cut. What did I say? He's going to say, hell to the no. He said that. So, I mean, this is what happens. So now you're in a position where you may lose both guys because now you've already pissed off D-Law. And now you've mm-hmm. pissed him off. So now you're in a situation where it's like, uh, can we even bring him back into the same environment with him now being aggravated? Um, you have to turn your attention towards Randy Gregory. Well, obviously he's not getting tagged. I don't think we thought that he was going to get tagged. But I think that they have to find a way to secure him as well. So it's unfortunate. Um, I'm okay with them you know, losing D-Law. I'm not okay with them losing Coop. Yeah, I, I, that's just my stance. I, I understand that they are both they both bring a lot of value, but I, I consider one to be a dominant player, and I consider one to be a really good player. Demarcus Lawrence, I mean, like you said, if he's a little disgruntled, if he's not happy with the ask for a restructure or where the, they lie right now, and he said in public, he said that he wants to be a cowboy for life. But if they if they cut him pre June one, you're still only saving eight million dollars, and if both with him and Amari, you're under the cap. If you cut him post June one, then you're saving a lot more money. Ultimately, I think you're saving close to twenty million, almost nineteen million, mm-hmm. I believe is what it is, and you're eleven million under the cap at that point. So, <laughs> is it a is it a waiting game? Are we going to see this soon? Because don't you have to get under that cap number within a certain amount of weeks from where we are right now? You got to get under the cap by next Wednesday. Yeah, so start of the new league year. So and it's got to happen before then, right? Yeah. Well. I don't. I don't know what happens here because I. I think it's tied. Isaiah kind of hit on it. I think it's tied. You know, is Randy Gregory back? Because I. I've, I've been saying Cedric Wilson is a guy at the receiver position where I think you're, we might be like, whoa, look at this deal he's getting from somebody yeah. else and he's gone. Dorrance Armstrong could be in the same boat next week, like from another team. So where is your where's your defensive end depth chart right now? And do you need Tank? I. Th- I mean, I. I go. I don't think they're better without him. But I just don't know financially can they make it work. What I want to offer up to this whole argument about Amari Cooper is, do you think that the Dallas Cowboys will ever have a <laughs> top five paid uh, wide receiver in Kellen Moore's offense? Kellen Moore is, and I, I've alluded and teased this quite a bit, that he is a, a guy or offensive coordinator that strikes me as a guy that believes in his system, mm-hmm. that calls plays 
for the system and not for players. And that's what is maddening in this situation when you start asking yourself, well, how are you better when you get rid of or are you cut a supposed number one receiver? Well, if the plays are not designed to go your way and if you don't take advantage of the the scheme that the defense is playing to get your lead dog the, the ball, then why the hell am I going to continue to play guys that come here $20 million? And, I, yeah. and that's why I asked when you said that about CD getting his deal, will, will he? Because I think what the Cowboys front office is looking at is like, why would we pay you $20 million when in the grand scheme of things, this is the actual guy that fell in our lap that can be our number one receiver, and we can surround him with the talent that we need. I think the Cedric Wilsons of the world, those kinds of wide receivers, and people are going to kill me for this, but I'm telling you, in this offense, you would feel a lot better with Cedric Wilson getting 860-whatever yards as it would be Amari Cooper getting 860 yards on a $20 million contract. And that's, I believe that's where we're going in this offense. That's a good point. And you know what? You can also ask the question, like, why did they make this Amari deal in the first place? Because at that it was two years ago, he signed the deal, right? You Kellen Moore was, huh? You didn't know you was going to have CD. That was that's true. That's true. But I mean, Kellen Moore became the OC that year, yeah. and so I, I don't know, man. I, no, well, it also it, it kind of reminds me. I'm getting flashbacks to the Rod Marinelli days on the defensive side of the football, where it's like our scheme is where we are. Our scheme is what's what we're going to put our players in the right spot because our scheme is this way. Now you look at what Dan Quinn has done. Part of the reason why the defense has had a turnaround is because he's fit the players in, or he's fit the scheme to the players. He's fit Micah Parsons or he's drawn up things for Micah Parsons to let him be successful rather than put Micah Parsons in what he thinks would be uh, what he wants to do ultimately. And that's where Kellen Moore is trying to figure out where. These players are, and if Amari Cooper doesn't fit there, then you're getting rid of a really good player just for that's what's a bit maddening. of pride. That's what's maddening is that you, everyone that knows Amari Cooper's reputation around the league says, why the hell aren't y'all throwing the ball to him yeah. on third? And You know, everybody knows it's, you need a reception. You need, you're down in the red zone. Why don't you throw it to the best option that you have? And they're going away from that, maybe throwing something out to a re- uh, running back out of the backfield or to your tight end. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to a lot of people, but Kellen Moore doesn't call plays that way. Not the way that you look around. Like, look at Cooper Cup, right? Cooper Cup and, yeah, and yeah. McVay's offense. What does McVay do? He calls plays for Cooper Cup. I'm going to put you in the slot. You don't say. <laughs> Not just during the season. <laughs> when the whole thing was on the line. One last drive you know to win the, the Super Bowl. Huh? You knew who's getting the ball. They knew. Everybody Cincinnati knew. Them ladies selling it popcorn doesn't matter if you know who's getting the ball. <laughs> can't stop it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, the, the Ooh, they're gonna they're going to be sick. Listen here. They are going to be sick to their stomachs if they allow Amari Cooper to walk, which most likely he's going to moonwalk up out of here because there's going to be a young dude who just re-upped over in the Green Bay pastures who's going to say, hmm, I need a number two. Right. And they're going to grab They have no money. All right. They have no money. He won't won't end up in Green Bay. All right. I'm going to shoot that down beforehand because that's not happening. Okay. Here's the other side of this though too, which is you know the way they. Cooper has I enough, see what you're trying to do. Hey, put it like this: he has enough right. money in the pocket where he's not going to go out to the next team and ask for the and same. He's not going to take the league minimum either, though. The way the deal for Amari was structured, it was almost like a two-year deal. You yeah, know, the way it was structured because yep. the, the way they could get out of it, and we'll see if they get out of it. But the other side of it too is in 2018, he was he's essentially your first-round draft pick. Yeah. So after mm. a couple years now, made the, made the trade. He's gone. So, 
And let's go it's back. Good, it's, it's, it would not be a good ending there. And here's the other thing about Tank. Tank is getting paid $19 million. And if you're getting paid $19 million as an edge rusher, you're going to have to have double-digit sacks. He hadn't had double-digit sacks for the Cowboys. And well, and his cap hit's even bigger than that. His cap hit's 27. So that's what I'm yeah. that, that That kind of explains itself, and especially if you're not willing to take less money, which I'm obvi- I, I'm, I'm with you, Tank. You know, get your money while you can get your money. Uh, but – the, the organization has a, has a stance on this as well. If you can go somewhere else and get more, then okay. You're not going to acquiesce to he the won't. pressure. Then you're okay. Then you got to go because I can get three guys to do what you're doing and talking about Dan Quinn and what he realized. Look, I have a young bazooka that I can put all over the field and I can also bleed in other players over here. I just think that in the NFL, the tide is changing on guys. You get your contract based off of your past production, but if you don't have that competitive edge to after you get your contract, then you're going to be a casualty. Gonna- and, and that's and that's an issue because I think that's one reason, it's a big reason why they don't sign outside free agents because yeah. they feel like they're paying for what guys used to do and they don't have as much, they don't have any kind of built-in knowledge of the player. So that's why they try to re-sign their own guys. But what they're finding in, in these situations is they've re-signed these guys and they're not getting the same value on the field that they thought they were getting. And that's that's a problem because that goes against the style of operation that you have with your money. Yeah. I mean, you look at even just the comparisons. Closest contract comparison to DeMarcus Lawrence is Aaron Donald. <laughs> and guess who gets paid more by a cap salary number, by a cap hit? Lawrence? DeMarcus Lawrence gets paid more than Aaron Donald in terms of a cap hit. So, And there's a problem with that, too. Aaron Donald probably needs to see a bump in his pay. Just, just probably. probably. Just probably a little bit. But there's that, there's that conversation. Is if you're going to pay a guy and he's going to be a $27 million cap hit, Jesus. You need you need that production. He better and be a quarterback. As good as Demarcus Lawrence has been, and I'm not saying I like the idea of him not being on the Cowboys. Don't get me wrong here, but I understand the money side of things. Of if you're going to have to cut somewhere, that's probably where you're going to have to do it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a reality that you see the Cowboy fan base is div- completely divided on what to do here. But That's why they call it a cap casualty, is because it's yeah. not a positive thing. It is a negative term for a reason sure. because it's not fun. It's not where you need. But to none be. of these things, none of these things make us better. We understand that. Nope. I mean, and you look over last season in, in Stephen Jones's interview in Indy, he says, "Look, but twelve and five by a lot of accounts is a successful season. We didn't get it done because we lost in the first round. How do you become better after you let these two? players go well you got to feel good about the guy that put the whole 2021 uh roster together that was him right <laughs> so i mean on one end you want to slap him but then on the other end you're like okay you've made you've made good decisions up until this point i trust what you're going to do in 2022 i just don't think that people trust it when you start throwing around names like cooper and tank mm. just saying mm. uh what's going to bite you yeah it will it will it will and Heckman just said that. I mean, he said it where we're not a better football team, but at some point you got to get under those numbers. When we come back on Talking Cowboys, we're going to run through the list of Cowboys free agents and give our confidence <laughs> level that they will be back in Dallas. There's 22 names in 2022. One is already back. We'll talk about the rest of them when we come back right after this. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. 
and a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, final segment here from the SWBC studios. And whether you're watching <laughs> from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Isaiah, stand back with the mic flip. That was a happy mic flip. Thank goodness. Yeah, just be- just before that read, he looked like he was done. I'm discharged. There's, There's a lot of frustration. frustration yeah, yeah. Man, the frustration. I see the frustration in the chats, too. I see y'all talking. No, it's true. There's frustration everywhere. We're there with you, Cowboys. They said that you're a crazy man in the chats. That's what they you said. You said O.J. Howard was hey. better than Dalton Schultz. <laughs> crazy man. That's not the case. I'll take O.J. Yeah, no. Howard. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you may want to. Oh, goodness oh, gracious. Man, sorry, killer, As fun as this is. Er, <laughs> What'd you say, Beam? He's, Beam goes, he's a killer. Oh, my God. No, I'm talking to AJ, OJ Howard. Yeah, man. OJ Howard. Boy, he, yeah, dude. He kills defenses, bro. Can yeah. we just mark just that? Go, <laughs> this bypasses. Yeah, let's go right this, move on. This, this blaze on passes. As, as frustrating as it is, it's been a fun show. We've yeah. had a lot of fun. We're throwing out all these points. This has been good. <laughs> Getting out a lot of frustration. I want to run through the list of Cowboys free agents. Let's go. We're going to go in order of snap count from the 2021 season. Give me a 1 through 10. 10 being they're back here in Dallas. You're going to see them on the field in 2022. 1 being they're gone. They're 100% elsewhere. Where where do you feel like your predictions lie heading into free agency? Because that starts next week, and by the time we record next week, we may have a pretty good picture of how this Cowboys team is going to look, at least heading into draft weekend in April. So we're going to start with J. Ron Curse. Safety had 88% of snaps 
This past year, he had only $1.1 million on his deal. Where do you think he lies? Is he going to be back in Dallas, Heckma Harrison? Uh, Ten. Ten? Back. Ten. Yeah, so I back. think I'm right there with you. What are you thinking, Rob? I, I definitely, they want him back. I don't, I, you know, again, does he, what do the negotiations look like? Does he want to go mm. test? That's the question. What do you think he's going to get on an open market like that? Five million? It's very tough. To, because of his history, it makes it complicated mm-hmm. because you got system. one one big year in a, in a great system. And I think if I'm him, I'm like, man, I'm sticking with DQ. Stay right through. I would if the money's right. Mm. So do you feel like this is a case where the guy's more valued and where he's at right now as opposed to where his value could lie amongst the league? But with with Curse, it's I mean, he's a big safety. He can play, he can cover, he can tackle, he can play in the box, be over the top. There's so many different things he can do. Special teams in there, too. Dan Quinn is a, a nickel guy. Yeah. So, I mean, look at what he got away with by having Jerron Curse as the big nickel. So, I mean, the way that these spread offenses are going, they're putting the ball all over the place and yep. going with those slot corners. Because of how dominant these tight ends are, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's putting a lot of guys in bad position. Kyle Howard Kyle is shaking across the table. Kyle, I like really that. I like getting Kyle like that. <laughs> Kyle just goes, Oh, you son of a bastard. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, dude, whenever day. they face O.J. Howard next year in Tampa Bay, or I guess Who it's here. Who are you calling a cootie queen? Blaine, face is red. Blaine Gabbert's going to light it up with O.J. Howard because oh, we don't Blaine. have Jaron Curse. I've had him. God, whatever, dude. Um, I wonder if that's in DQ's new contract. Like, you got to bring back Curse. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah, sign, but you got to give it back. a. I'm going to give it a, a 6.5. 6.5. So super confident. 6.5. Reason being is because, because he might get that number. As much as he may want to go come back to being with DQ. Go get your money. If somebody, you only have a small window to make money. And if a team throws it out there, you got to grab it. Regardless if you if you want to go play in that for that organization or not, the money's going to talk. I feel like that's going to be one of the answers for a lot of these guys. Maybe not for these next four that I'm going to throw out there, mm-hmm. but the if the money is right is going to go. be a question. Go. I think they're going to make it right for 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 curse. I think they're going to do what they can to get out mm-hmm. there and, yeah, and re-sign him. I think they're going to make something happen. Uh DeMonte KZ, 78% of the snaps, he was a 1.2 million hit there. As well, also at the safety position, where do you think he's going? Here? No? No, two. I think I'm probably low, three or four. Yeah, I'm, I'm low on him based off of, obviously, the production. And, man, I was so excited about yeah. him to begin with. He had a solid camp. Just Good camp. Yeah, just it, the performance wasn't there throughout the season and couldn't stay on the field. So I'm going. Off the field issues, too, kind of maybe thrown in there. Yeah, I mean, he's a DQ guy, so you got to take that into account. Factor that in, but I I would like to see a full off season with uh, Malik Hooker, and maybe he's the guy they try to bring back. Okay, well his name's on this list. I, we'll we'll get down there here in a second. Connor Williams at the left guard spot. Connor's gone. I think a one. Yeah, he's I don't gone. think he's here. Yeah, I think if if anything, they would roll with Connor McGovern than than try and re-sign him to a longer term deal or even a prove it deal. He might want to change the scenery himself. It may know? be best for him, honestly. You know, I, you know. And I, you know what? Then if he's leaving, then for the last time, holding on number fifty-five for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Lake Vanderesh. No, my bad. (laughs) I'm just trying to call. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. My bad. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. My guy, Connor, bro. Connor has on his way out the door. Connor hasn't left the state of Texas. Remember that. That's right. 
Played in Texas, played in Coppell. Connor, he's yep. leaving. Yep. I mean, he's leaving, man. He's yeah. gonna, somebody, somebody's going to give him some bread. So he will be with the somebody's Houston Texans yeah. next I mean, year. Don't leave. Yeah, you don't know. Like interior line will probably be addressed. Probably right. <laughs> uh, speaking of 55, since you brought him up, Leighton Van Der Esch next on that list. Yeah, yeah, you were getting the head. That's all it is. Four. Okay, so middle of the road potential there? Yeah. Money-wise, basically, if it's low, then that's something there. Leighton wants to come back, right? I think he really enjoyed playing for DQ, mm-hmm. and they need linebackers. So I wouldn't it's discount it. In room. I wouldn't discount it, but I could also see him moving on to change of scenery. We'll see. Okay. 3.78. 3. Okay. I think – They're going to have their whole room is about to be brand new. I, uh, you might be right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The Except for Mike. Probably linebacker. That whole room. I'm talking about the draft, linebacker room. Yeah, yeah drafts. That, absolutely. I mean, maybe somebody in free agency. Francis Bernard will be back. He's exclusive. You just, I mean, Dan, Dan Quinn needs guys that can run, run around and hit. Jabril Cox will be coming off injury. Luke Gifford's a restricted free agent. I'm stepping on your list, Kyle. So no, you're good. I'm yeah, just that's going fine. Down. It, yeah. It's just a. It is a. It's a long list. It, we'll we'll kind of yeah. run through a bunch of rapid fire names here in a second. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, I think I'd put him at a five. I think it's 50 50 hmm. shot. He comes back okay. because he may test that open market. He may get some money there. But if he really wants to be in <laughs> Dallas, I think there's a chance that he's back. Uh, Keona Neal, probably low. 2.7. Two, okay. Nah, I don't think so. Nothing, okay. Maybe DQ guy. Same thing with KZ a yeah. little bit. I mean, I think Jabril Cox, if he's healthy, he can compete to get more of those snaps. You know, we'll see. Dorrance Armstrong, edge rusher. 6.2. Mm, okay. What do you think, Rob? I think he could, if he tests the market, I think he could get a nice payday somewhere. Think so? I think I put him in another guy in the same category I mentioned earlier. I mean, he's still on that rookie deal. Still a guy who played significant amount of snaps, only 25 years old. And a guy Probably. that the organization is high on. They really so, like him. I mean, and he's kind of proving them right. So I'm going to go 7.5. Kind of goes back to that edge rusher room, too. You know, Kind of how you were talking about linebacker. If Demarcus Lawrence isn't there, if Randy Gregory isn't there, yeah. Lawrence Armstrong might be one of those guys that they look at as a cheap deal. Cedric Wilson, one. I, I put him in. Gone. I put him in DA in the same category. They they want to keep both guys. But, sure, but, I put but him uh, in five. Yeah. <clears throat> you think it's more likely he's at a five? I don't think he comes back. I think he gets a deal that's going to raise some eyebrows. Maybe. Think so? It's it's a lot harder for receivers to become number one guys. I think they're aggressive with uh, Wilson to yeah. try and bring him back. Bring him back. Okay. Okay. Remember LaRon Robinson? Ew, yeah. That's my dude, man. He, you know, he had a bigger year than, than said, <laughs> said did, did, but but he got paid yes, the next offseason after yeah, working but... with Tony. I could just, I don't know. I'll see what the market has. Didn't Noah Brown just get signed another deal? <laughs> Today. He did. Yep. Okay. One-year extension. Oh, really? Yep. So yep. he's he's, he's off that list. Oh, he's yeah. he's back and ready to bring, go. They're bringing the band back. Bringing the band back without 19? Minus 19. <laughs> Silly. Uh, Michael Gallup, speaking of bringing the band back. He'll be back. Probably. Team. Interesting that, I mean, I know Gallup was hurt all the way through, but just seeing the fact that Cedric had more percentage snaps than Gallup this year was was interesting, in my opinion. I think he's a 10. He's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost. They're working on a deal. I mean, yeah. I'm interested to see what it looks like, because just with the injury. Ooh, a lot of injury clauses. Beat Church got a new <clears throat> deal after his Achilles, you know, and they they bet on him and he came back strong, so. That's what they're betting on, I think. It's a good transition into Malik Hooker with Achilles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Malik Hooker back? Mm-hmm. Heckma? I've already said that I believe Malik Hooker is back. So I'm going to go eight. 
Yeah, I think I'm probably seven, seven, eight, right there. Nine point one seven. Wow, you're very confident. Yeah. So you think it's Curse and Hooker on the backside of that defense? They they put him in this past year to see if he still had it. He does bring him back. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. This is an interesting one. Carlos Watkins played in the interior of that defensive line. Was kind of your de facto nose tackle because of the lack of a true one technique on the mm-hmm. roster outside of Quentin Bohanna. He was in that rotation with Osa Digizua with Neville Gallimore. Do you think he comes back on a on a small deal? His deal initially was one point seven five, so I mean, close to two million. He could probably get that again elsewhere. But yeah, uh, two point seven. Think don't think he's back. I don't think he's back. I think you have to give up some of your D linemen, and I think he's going to be one of the casualties. Okay. I think it's kind of a shoulder shrug for me. Man, I would like to bring him back. Yeah. Um, honestly, he was a surprise. I mean, a guy out of Clemson played for the Texans. You didn't know what you were going to get out of him. He came in, and he was high energy, yep. gave you some quality reps, did some good things <laughs> against the run. Uh, he was everything that you needed. And if you can get him on the cheap deal, I say bring him back. I mean, This is what we yeah. think is going to happen, right? This isn't what we want? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, predictions. Gotcha. But, I mean, I agree with him. I think that's yeah. the thought process. I think they want him back. They like having a veteran on that defensive line like, like yeah. Watkins yeah although I mean you need a D, he, DQ likes a deeper rotation right but mm-hmm. you, but you're thinking Osa is going to take another step yep. um maybe you know can Quinn Bohanna get some more snaps so but yeah I yeah I'll say yeah I think okay. I think he'll come back I think maybe on a one-year deal again I think it's for one or two year deal they don't really have the <clears throat> liberties to kind of kick it down the road with guys he's going to be 30 this next season I don't think they're going to want to restrict the growth of their young guys yeah yeah I, I, I think mean, it's a temporary deal if they're going to do it uh randy gregory see back with the dallas cowboys can they afford to bring him back that's probably a big question 7.8 so you thinking how do they do that d law done gone then randy's back in the fold yep okay probably a cheaper deal loyalty bonus Mm -hmm. maybe I don't think it's going to give a loyalty bonus. This is his one shot to get paid because he's, he's 29. Yeah. And he's never gotten really a a, a big deal. I think he know? just turned 30, too. Yeah. Like, he just turned 30. Yeah, I think just it's recently. crazy because he had, how many games has he played? He Not felt, a lot. You know, I think he's back because I think, I think, because I think ultimately the structure in place or everything he's been through here, I, I think so. But the money's got to be right. He's not just going to take nothing no. to come back. No. And that's so, what I'm saying. Based off yeah. of his production and what he did this year, I think he let everyone know that he has a whole lot to offer uh, a team. And if other, you, you feel like other teams are going to cherry-pick guys off of our roster, why wouldn't they look at Randy Gregory the yeah. same way? Yeah, yeah. You, got, I mean, you got to pay him $10 million. He has to get 10 At least. At least 10 Hmm. Goodness. And if there's another team out there willing to play, pay more, because there are rumored to be teams, obviously, that would be in the hunt for him that would yeah. pay him more Fact. on a one-year deal. And so the loyalty is not going to be there. Loyalty bonus. No, loyalty bonus, he's not going to let you <laughs> What you say that. not, Chuck? No, it's not, <laughs> not for that signing bonus that he's going to want, no. I mean, his it, the, a, this is as interesting a, a guy on the list as anybody. I think so, too. It's yeah. back and forth, and it also it's one of those things where it's, if the money is right, if – He's valued elsewhere. Uh, I don't know if he's going to get that same kind of that same kind of thought process around the league as mm. he does here. Really, just based off of what Rob said. I mean, he didn't. He hasn't played a whole lot in the grand scheme of his career. He's 30, 30 years old, and how many games has he played? Thirty. 
five games. Yeah, they just don't. Not make, even. They just don't make guys like him, though. You know, You're right. Like, you look right. They just don't. Make... I'm not devaluing him myself. No, 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 I'm for sure. I'm NFL just talking about body maybe. type, and I'm talking about his abilities and like the impact. Like you have, that's a guy you better circle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like as you think yeah. about defensive ends, like you circle him. And that should be sure. a ton of tread on the tires. Yes. For him, I yeah. mean, wear and tear is low. Yeah, absolutely. So at this point, I'm just thinking about the roster in general. Who do we have? Uh, <laughs> Chauncey Goldston, uh, Basham. Basham's what, under contract. You know, I mean, so with that list and that rotation, even as we talk about Carlos Watkins, we have to understand, like, DQ has a hell of a rotation that he plays with, and all of those guys are rotational guys. So – I mean, I would love to bring Randy back, but I think it's always going to be at the right price, and it's going to be, you know, at the right price. That's it. Yeah. 30, uh, 36 games over the last three years, 50 games over his career, only 12 starts. So, and 11 of those came in 2021. That's six, just an interesting case, man. Six because sacks. That's an interesting case because, like you said, Rob, guys typically get paid off of their past performance. You don't really you just have a, a sample size no. uh, with him to go off of. No, but if, you know, if you're a team looking for a pass rush, you turn on the tape of like the Pats game and you're yep. like, holy crap. I mean, that guy, he wrecked the game. Turn yeah. the game around for him, so it's it's a did it against Washington. He's got yeah. he's got the tape. The tape is there. The player, the frame, the potential, all of that is there. But whether or not teams are willing to take a risk on him moving into their offseason, Dallas I think would say, "Come on back. We'll give you seven, eight mil. They're probably not going to hit that ten million mark <laughs> here. They're going to have to. I'm, that's what, that's what I'm yeah. saying." Here, I don't think so. I think he could get that elsewhere. You don't think Dallas is going to find ten million for him? I think they have to. If D Law leaves, they have to find ten million. Seems like a steep number, especially when you're thinking about having to pay a draft last year. Hear you, but if D Law leaves, which I can't see him coming back, you have to bring back Gregory. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. And it has to be at that number. Oh man, Uh, Brian Anger, punter. Oh heck yeah, bringing him back. Heck yeah, that's my dog. Okay, B A. Okay, nobody's arguing that. R U P. Uh, not that they want to. I don't know. I don't know what punters. What do punters make? I, I don't know. Uh, he made one point one this past year. But and he's an all pro. Thirty four, and he's an all pro. Well, punters can punt till they're Double sixty. That. <laughs> yeah. Double that. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say yes, but but it's the money again. Money's got to be money's right. What can be they right? afford? Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle. Oh, he go gone. Yeah, he go gone. Okay. Uh, sure. Brent <laughs> Urban. He go. Man, I want Brent Urban. I back. want him I too. Yeah. I want him. Ah, you know, I changed my stance. Bring him back cheap. I give him five five. Give me five five. Just because he got hurt. Five point five is 5. your. 5 is that's nice. not the contract. That is no, your no, no, confidence no, no, no. level. That's my confidence level because I think that they want him back. I think that they need him back in terms of his presence, in terms of his veteran presence, in terms of his size, um, and I think that he has unfinished business because of his injury from last year. I agree. And you talked about him last year, how yeah. the, the running game kind of fell off. Yes. The defense fell off uh, after he went out. He was a big part of that, taking on double teams. He just does a lot of things that doesn't make the stat sheet. So you need players like that. Can Bo Hanna take that step as we think right now? Maybe not, but it would be good to have an insurance policy behind For sure. Urban, uh, I'm sure he probably likes being here more though than in Chicago when it, when he was talking about coming here. That was one of his bit favorite things. Maybe he's back and he was in that rotation with Carlos Watkins at the same time. And I feel like those two guys coming back would be a positive. Five point five. Five point five. Ty Ty and back? No, uh, he's back. Back? Yes. Cheap deal, probably. Yeah. Okay. Malik Turner. 
I think he's gone. Wait a minute. Let's talk value here on Turner. Because he came in and he showed you some value Dog. on special, special teams. Dog. You, a lot got, of you talked about what he did on special teams and also as a receiver. So, Dog. come on now. You, I mean, he's I, a utility player that you need. You want him back. All right. Come on. 12, 12, 12 receptions, 150 yards. Four, three or four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three, three <laughs> touchdowns. Um, and then let me give you his. So, he's 25% touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> killing it, legit, killing it. Ten point three percent of offensive snaps. So that's I, not including his special hey, teams. Malik's a dog. I told y'all as soon as they signed him, I said that dude's a dog. Yeah, he was gonna make a big impact. I think that they need to bring him back, not only from the special teams perspective, but in terms of cheap depth. I think that's somebody that you need to bring back. I don't see another team giving him a big payday, and I think he feels valued. A big portion of when you're in that type of position, you want to feel valued, and I think he feels that here. Let's roll back to punter real quick. Yeah. yeah. Highest paid punter, Johnny Hecker. Hecker? 3.8. Woo! No. So, you know, nah. if, if Ryan Anger's looking for $4 bucks a year, I just, I don't know. No. Don't Is know. that what he would be looking no, for? I, I, Dallas, I don't, I don't know to that. I'm just saying he, oh, was, okay. saying he was a second team all pro, whatever. Like <laughs> They're going to have know. to give him $2 million. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Uh, rapid fire on these last five. Corey Clement. One. Yeah, one there, two for me. Uh, Maurice Kennedy. Oh, low can two, yeah, low. Yeah, Luke Gifford, that's your guy, Rob. Yeah, yeah, restricted him back. guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. He's re- these yeah. last three guys are restricted or exclusive rights. Uh, Gifford, yeah, Francis Bernard, probably just for depth, right? Yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to the, blow no, right. Well, nobody that. can even de- compete can with anything. anything. So yeah, yeah, he'll be. Uh, Mitch Hyatt. Well, he's been. I mean, yeah, he's, he's been here for like ten years. And he's it feels like and he's that. he's dealt with a lot of injuries. He's only twenty five. Yeah, yeah, but well. he's <laughs> feels like he's been around for twenty five yeah. years. And yeah. by the, the way, first fifteen year old draftee <laughs> about Brent Urban. I remember this. He tweeted out the day after the season was over. Dallas, I love you, and I love this team. Made all of the downs this year much easier to deal with. I have ton- a lot to prove in two thousand nineteen, and he did the recycle like mm. emoji. So I think he likes it here. He likes yep. Quinn. Likes Dallas, so. You may get him on a you heard it here first hometown discount. Hopefully, Chris Bean. He tweeted that, not me. Oh yeah, okay. You heard that from seventeen twenty two. Heard it here first, Chris Bean with the breaking news. Now that's it for us here on Talking Cowboys discount. Hometown discount for Brent Urban. He's back, baby. Nope. Dalton Schultz tagged. Noah Brown signing a one year extension. That's about what we've got right now. But when we come back next week, we will be right in the thick of things of free agency. And we're going to have a lot more fights when we come back. O.G. Howard is not better than Dalton Schultz. For Chris Bean, oh! for Rob Phillips, for Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Isaiah and Heckma are out of their minds. We'll see you next week on Talking Cowboys. You slide this has you. been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?